following podcast may contain horse language. <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. Hello there, and welcome to episode four, season three of the pod that rocks your bod, Flex Max. Oh. I'm one of your hosts, Terrence. I'm the other one. I'm Scott. The other what? Host? The other Terrence, but I'm named Scott. Oh. Two Terrence and Terrence is this? Scott, and let's do it. Yes. So we're back again, and tonight we're going to talk about uh, the 2006 Adam Sandler-produced comedy, Grandma's Boy. Grandma's Boy. This is something that I don't think you watched all the way through. I had not seen it fully, no. Is this the first... I think I was going to say, is this wonder if this is the first out-and-out comedies we've done, but... Uh, we did UHF, so this would probably be the second. Because we've done some comedy horrors, but just yeah. flat-out comedies. I think this is only the second one. Oh, maybe and Borat. Yes, but yeah. That's more of like a satire type yeah, thing. Mockumentary. Yeah, mockumentary. Yeah. This is straight-up, like, gross-out comedy. Mm-hmm. I'll read a little synopsis, and then you can read some credits. Okay. A 35-year-old video game tester has moved in with his grandmother and her two lady roommates. Oh. So, tell them, Scott. Tell them. Okay. Some, yeah, I was tell them some I thought there would be more. There really oh, is. That was it. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. That's, I mean, you really can't get more into detail than that. Um, this is directed by a guy named Nicholas Gosen. I'm I'm thinking, and he really hasn't done a whole lot of movies. Bild Gusson. Bild Gus. Um, he's done some short films, music videos, and directed some stand-up specials. But outside of that, this is pretty much his only movie. Um, this would be a Happy Madison production, which would yes. be you know, one of Adam Sandler's, and it's chock full of people who are related film-wise and TV-wise to Adam Sandler's got his whole gang. There's actually some, some good actors in this movie. And so the lead is um, an Adam Sandler stable, um, Alan Covert, Covert um, probably best known from The Wedding Singer as the guy with obsessed with Michael Jackson and was the limo driver. Yeah. Um, and uh, Linda Cardellini um, is his boss and love interest. She's from Freaks and Geeks and Dead to Me. And she's been in the couple of the Avengers movies being Hawkeye's wife. Yes. Yes. So, and then, yeah, there's a bunch of cameos and stuff that are recognizable. Adam Sandler, Faithful. Doris Roberts. Doris Roberts. Shirley Knight. Nick Swordson. A young Jonah Hill. A young Jonah Hill, yes. Yep. Uh, who else? Yeah. Rob Schneider. He just plays the landlord at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Nealon. Did I already say that? You did. Mr. Oh. T. Is oh. Mr. T in it? Kevin Nash. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Nash. Big, sexy. Diesel. Yes. So, yeah. Um, I'm just going to say this is one of my favorite comedies. I don't know why. Um, I'm going to say I don't know why either because I'm, for once, I'm actually going to be on the other side of your opinion. You hate it, eh? I didn't care for it, no. What there was some not, funny What did some you not funny like moments. about it? I'm not a big fan of stoner comedies. And this lies heavily on a lot of the drug use type stuff and things that erupt 
based on after drug use and all that. I'm just not a big fan. Never have been. That's fine. So, you're you're entitled to your opinion. Yes. <laughs> I mean, some of them, if they're done right, I I don't mind them. Like as if it's more about if it's more than about them doing drugs and then doing stupid things. If there's more of a broader story, like Harold and Kumar, or Fear and Loathing, like I'm fine with those. But any of like this or Look, like even half there is a deep story in this. Yeah, it's about reconnecting with your family. <laughs> okay, it's about struggles at work. Okay. It's about shooting your load all over your friend's mom in yeah. the middle of the night Cause, cause by you're, accident. Because you're whacking it to a um, a Barbie doll knockoff that's supposed to be Laura Croft that doesn't even look remotely look like Laura Croft. Well, I don't think they were really allowed to. I don't think they're allowed to do both. Like they, they just say Laura, and so of and so, but. The way you talk, and he talks about why don't you explore my pants? Yes, (laughs) I mean, yeah, there are there were some funny things, but overall, it just the whole thing didn't work for me. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that the the one part that you know, but the guy gets evicted from his uh, house because he's six months behind on his rent because he keeps giving his roommate the rent money who then goes pays it for Asian masseuses yeah. instead of giving it to the landlord. Madam, and so he, and I can't remember the name. Madam. I, can't, yeah, I can't remember what it is either, but I mean, the, the one part that was funny when he went to his one friend's house, went to Jeff's house, Nick Swartzen's, and he walks into his room and he's got a car bed yeah. and he's like, your bed is a car. He's like, but it's a fucking sweet car. I mean, and then he just kept going on and on. And I read this in the trivia that once Alan Covert lays down on the ground and he's trying to go to sleep and he's just on like one of those like inflatable crocodiles that you use in a pool or something like that. Yeah. And he, you hear him like you hear Nick Swarson just going on and on and on about how cool his bed is. And Alan Covert just tells him to shut up. Apparently yeah. that was, he was telling, actually telling him to shut up. Like he said, okay, enough ad libbing. Okay. You can stop now, you know, stop beating the dead horse. Had Nick Swartzen was good in this movie. He has, he had some moments, but yeah. Some movies very, it's bad. Too, too aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. So then that, that leads to him. Yeah. Like we said, jerking off in the bathroom and then he gets interrupted by Jeff's mom and he, starts blowing his load on her and he's like i can't stop coming he's like i'm sorry i can't stop coming (laughs) yeah yeah and then he gets obviously gets kicked out of there and yeah and so he lives with his grandma yeah well that's after he sleeps at work but yeah i mean that's not really important he spends the night at work and then the new chick starts which is linda cardellini and so he meets her before anybody else gets a chance to meet her um one thing that i did like um they had a game poster for Canada Must Die as yeah. the name of the game. And it was, you know, somebody getting shot and it was a reverse shot of somebody getting and the bullets are coming through the back, but the little blood stains on the back were shaped as maple leaves. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of clever. But um, and then there was another poster that was Gay Robot, which is a reference to an Adam Sandler bit that Nick yeah. Swartzen played the gay robot and on an Adam Sandler album from a few years before that. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so yeah, he eventually moves in with the Golden Girls, and yeah, yeah. I like Doris Roberts; she's a good grandma. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just she's playing the a non annoying version of her character from Everybody Loves Raymond, basically, like very very doting and stuff like that, but not like interfering. Like I'll tell you, like a lot of this movie is stupid. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, because Doris Roberts is in it and Linda Cardellini, you know, it's kind of, you know, gives it some merit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like JP. <laughs> I, that character is annoying. <laughs> well, like, that's, and that's why he's yeah, there, I, is to be annoying. I know that, right? but I mean, that, that he's supposed to be like a, 
a Smeagol Gollum type character where half of him is a robot and the other half is some... Well, you know, genius. I'll agree. He's annoying. Yeah. But the way that the other characters interact with him and they kind of like mock and mimic him. Yes. That's the funny part. The, the only funny thing that I thought he said was right at the end when he leaves and he does in his robot voice and pretty much asks. Say it on the, my face. You say it on my face. <laughs> that, that was, I laughed at that. But other than that, I found him mostly annoying. And I like that actor because he was funny in Dodgeball. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, that was kind of annoying. You're just not a man of impeccable taste like myself. Yeah, that's it. And he dresses like Neo from the Matrix, and they call him on it. And yeah, he thinks he's part robot, and it's just like, I don't know. It just. My I name is JP. Know. I am a robot. I have a robot vagina. <laughs> Come on, you had to have laughed at the scene where they go to that restaurant, and um, what's his name is the waiter. And his name is Shiloh. Um, right. Oh, David Spade. David Spade. And it, and they say, what's your name? Guy Blow? Mm. <laughs> Come on. That shit's That's, funny. That was okay. And there's a funny line. I can't remember what it was, but I think Alan Covert said it. Um, Alex, the character. He said, said something about, there was this fire and I was trying to save it from this baby. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, he's all flustered because right. he's confronted by his boss who's he's already smitten yeah. with mm-hmm. and he's standing there with his hands bandaged up and his right. whole his whole job is to play video games with his hands like yes <laughs> right yeah see he he, he he took a tray out of the oven without oven mitts and yeah he ended up burning his hands that um, scene I, always makes me laugh just the way he screams fuck <laughs> and then yeah they have this competition in at his work where all the younger guys always challenge him to video games at lunch and he always schools everybody. And then he's not there one time. So they ask Nick Swartzen to do it and it's dance, dance revolution. (laughs) The thing that bothered me about that is the floorboard that they're dancing on didn't even light up. Like it didn't, it didn't activate at all or anything with their motion. So obviously it wasn't working. And Nick Swartz barely even looked at the screen and he apparently, you know, just schooled the guy. Like he's like the greatest of all time. <laughs> Maybe he's like a closet dance, dance revolution guy. He doesn't have to look at the screen. He just knows he can. He just knows. Anticipates it. Yeah. I felt, I know this might just be me because this was an early uh, Jonah Hill appearance. And so maybe he just hadn't developed his comedic, timing or comedic improv yet but i felt like he was stifled because i felt like because you you watch outtakes and other movies with him in it he is very funny and here he seems wasted it's like almost that they made him they maybe toned him back because they didn't want him to steal the movie because this is you know alan's movie or nick's movie and like i felt that they maybe didn't give him some of the better lines or didn't let him use some of his better lines because they just didn't want to have him stealing their thunder. Uh, it's I, because he was for 13 hours, he was buried in the breast, the large breasts of that one woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, yeah, they have that because that's at that huge party that they have after their grandmas have that tea. Yeah. That's they that ends up being that. So you marijuana, and then Nick Swartzen is talking to, you know, Shirley Jones, and then you know. And she gave Charlie Chaplin a handjob. Yeah, she yeah. So it's, you get to see you know fucking Mrs. Partridge say that she once gave Charlie Chaplin a handjob. Yeah. Didn't and you so, once give Charlie? Never mind. <laughs> no, that was Harry Chapin. Oh. Yeah. And and so yeah, so then they are like Nick Swartzen's proud of it and he's bragging. They're like, Oh, did she invent the hand job? And he's like, No. But she did invent the finger up the asshole during a blow job. I mean it's I mean, there's it's there's there's so much farting humor in it too, and it's just it just didn't land for me. 
It's all right. It's okay. And then probably your favorite part of the movie is when Linda Cardellini gets up to sing Push It. That's, it is violent and scary. Mm. There's nothing really sexy about it. But uh, I don't know. I just like I just like the movie. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, it's like we're getting very close to the end of the movie. I didn't take a whole lot of notes because um, it, it is a very basic plot i mean if you even want to call it that um because it's just about them him living with his moving with his grandma nothing really develops with that them trying to hit a deadline for a video game which seems to be going fine but then jp steals a game that alex has been working on and claims it for himself what is it called demonic yeah demonic with a k and the way they prove that it actually is Alex's is because his grandma comes in and destroys JP playing it. And the characters just kind of look like Predator. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's, that was still during Xbox One or Xbox original days. Yeah. Apparently it was supposed to be a real game release. Oh, really? And then, But the company that made it went bankrupt, so it never actually came out. But it was an actual beta version of a of a game yes slayer 3 mm. oh the Isn't demonic that... one. Oh, the demonic one yeah yeah, yeah so we, I mean, we don't have to talk about it all that yeah, much i mean I, I i i'm i apologizing for for not enjoying this comedy for as much as you do but um yeah you don't have to apologize i i am i, I don't I, am. I don't care for fast and furious as much as you do yeah, but that that's just because you're jealous of Vin Diesel. Who isn't? Yeah. He lives his life a quarter mile at a time. Yes. He lives his life a quarter sentence at a time. He is Groot. Oh, what 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 are you drinking? We have to play the game. Well, tonight it's a mixture of two things. Again? Is it that fruit to go or whatever fruit fresh oh no, i'll just tell you what it is okay, okay. It's, i had some sparkling water yeah. like watermelon and i added a can of diet iced tea to it wow and uh that's it so it's like a watermelon iced tea well it's like hint of watermelon because it's like you know like okay. bubbly how it's flavored yeah. but it's mm. not really flavored yeah it just tastes like seltzer tastes like as <laughs> as as mm, this is what i'm drinking hey i'll guess I, I you don't i don't have your screen up i'm looking at imdb so okay. i'm gonna guess mm. diet root beer no pepsi zero no. Coke Zero. No. Iced tea. No. Bubbly. No. Chocolate milk. No. Urine. A, there's a fan. It's like, kind of like yours. There's like a hint of urine. Oh. Pee pee. <laughs> okay, I give up. It's it's seven up zero. Oh. Yes. You know what I tried? What's that? Canada Dry cranberry flavored diet. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. But it's only limited time. It's gonna just yeah, it's only it's only usually during Christmas. But yeah, no, it's good stuff. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so that that would that was the movie. I mean, there's not a whole lot more to say than that is it, it, it angered me. All right. All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, I wasn't don't be jealous that you don't have a car bed. You don't have a lion. A lion, yeah. The one other thing that dis like kind of upset me is that you know his drug dealer and friend Dante. Dante. Is that, yeah. That. Wow, that's. That's my dog being stupid. Um, is that I could do everything that he could do with his hair. I can now do that. 
with why all does that upset you i don't know just because he looked like he, i mean i don't put my hair that way but i just know that i could like the one with having ponytails i could have pigtails and hair and like a little ponytail on top i could do that with my hair it's so long now but but yeah i just i just <laughs> never would so yeah i mean that that it, oh it, it showed me a future that i didn't want that's why you're so upset. Yes. I think you look more like Dr. Shakalu. What? <laughs> My God, that, I mean, that, we're not even going to get into that. My God, how blatantly racist is that? What that about just, Mr. Lee Ho? There's, oh, wow. There's, you could not, you could not get away with that now. I mean, the movie's only 15 years old, but there's no way you could even get away with that now. Well... You know. Oh yeah, we can stop talking about it now if you want. Okay, if unless you want to say that, you know how much it means to you, and that it means so much to me, and that it saved your life, mm, and that it's part of my soul, and that you know you like to watch it, and you know what, and lotion it's, up. It's a nice movie. That's that's all I'm gonna say. It's a nice movie. It's a nice movie. So, uh, yeah, you want to talk about what we're watching lately? Or... Sure, let's do that. Like, I'll, let me see if I can call up my letterbox account if anybody wants to look at my letterbox account. That's I am movie drivel on Letterboxd. I'll, I'll check my activity. Because hmm. I log every movie that I watch so I can keep track because that's what I do. I watched a movie today called the vast of night. Okay. It's like, um, it's like set in the fifties. Oh, that's on, that's on Amazon. Isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's about like, um, these two radio or a radio host and like a telephone operator. Um, um, they, discover that there's you know extraterrestrials but it's not like an over-the-top science fiction type it's kind of presented like a twilight zone episode it's pretty cool it's pretty Mm -hmm. good okay and Um, uh last night i watched uh tragedy girls okay uh with um what's her name megasonic teenage warhead uh yeah brianna um I can't remember her last name. I think it's Hildebrandt. Okay. And um, yeah, it's really good. It's like uh, it's kind of like it kind of reminded me of a little bit of Heather's or Mean Girls, but these two are like sociopathic serial killers. Mm. Um, it's, it's a good movie, enjoyable. Yeah. Well, I watched a movie. I guess that would be. Kind of similar in vain, but based on a true story, and I'd never watched it before, and that's Heavenly Creatures. Um, I've never seen it. Yeah, that's obviously early Peter Jackson, but uh, but yeah, no, it's a it was a good movie, and in fact, that it's based on a true story, it's uh, pretty pretty haunting. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good movie, and and because I um I set kind of a I guess New Year's resolution for myself when it comes to some of my movie watching is that I want to try to start watching a lot more newer movies and have fewer rewatches. And so I've made myself a list of at least four times a month. I have to follow this list of a must must watch type of movie, whether it be an Oscar winner for best picture or like a Netflix original or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so I, one of my things was, um, a movie that was in the IMDb bottom 100. So I watched Slender Man at number. Oh, three. what a bad movie! Yeah, I mean, it's it is it is a terrible movie, but I don't know if it's worth bottom 100. I've certainly seen worse. Oh, movies. there's definitely a hundred worse movies out there. Yeah, um, but I mean, it just if they took. Because there's the documentary Beware the Slender Man, yeah. which is pretty good. 
And that is creepy. Uh-huh. If they took that story and made it into a movie about these girls that lure this other girl out because of you know the Slender Man and all that, that would have been a much better movie. But they the way they made it and just made uh, it far too Hollywood and just Hollywood yeah. takes everything and fucks it. Yeah. That's... I mean I mean with with the amount of lore obviously fake lore though that slender man has is built up yeah they, they had so much more material they could have worked with and yeah that thing just fell flat i mean it didn't even have any jump scares and it's not that the jump scares were telegraphed it was just poorly timed and poorly edited and it's just nothing was surprising it's like everything that happened i'm like yeah i saw that happening and it just yeah it was was not a good movie yeah i I don't even think I finished it. Yeah. And then another movie I watched that you made a comment on, on Facebook in the horror group that we're part of is the pale door. And um, yeah, that was not great. I did. not. I, yeah, I thought it wasn't acted very well. Um, yeah. It wasn't written very well. And usually thing, I'm a fan of Western movies yeah. and Western horrors, especially but yeah. this one. I think part of, Part of the failure of this movie, it just it didn't seem authentic for the West because all their clothes were pristine and tailored, yeah. burnt dirty. And it was obviously made on a set in a studio or some mm-hmm. kind because the the Western town, like in between the buildings, it was all grass. Like the mm-hmm. main street was all grass. Like with horses and walking, that would just be completely yeah, dirty. Yeah, it just seemed like people in costumes. Yeah, and it you know, just and the story. Heritage I mean, Park, yes, <laughs> any but even Heritage Park has dirt. Um, yeah, that's true. But yeah, there's like some of the special effects just didn't work, and it just seemed I had no idea where the story was going or what they're trying to do, and it just yeah, it wasn't yeah, it was, very good. It was, I mean, but the, I, like uh, like a title, the Pale Door, and like the the box art and stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. you you kind of get sucked in, and then it's like a. Yeah, I was expecting a lot more. Um, I watched another movie on Netflix called Alone. That was a two thousand. Yeah, I want to watch that one. Yeah, about a lady who kind of gets followed by a guy, and then she like has to fight the elements and stuff too. Yeah, she like escapes. Yeah, he traps her, and then she escapes, and they're in the middle of the nowhere, and they have to kind of survive that way. Rewatch The Witch just because no, that's awesome. We we're talking about that a couple weeks ago or whatever. And um, one of my favorite um, movies about making movies was on TV last night, and I just watched it. And that's uh, State in Maine. I've so never seen it. It's such got such a stellar cast, and David Mamet wrote and directed it. And I love David Mamet's work. Uh, Alec Baldwin, William H Macy, um, David Paymer, Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, like it's got a crazy good cast, huh. and uh, yeah, it's it's so dry witted and yeah, really good. I don't know what yeah. else I've watched. Just like I'll watch an episode of Parks and Rec here or there, mm-hmm. or like an episode of Chappelle Show, or like I don't know. Today's the first day I really like. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch this movie. Right. I rewatched Grandma's Boy, obviously, and yeah. I also watched that uh, The Vast of Night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. It was different. It's yeah. nice. Yeah, I've been watching a bunch of different episodes. Like, I'm still working through Superstore. I enjoy that. I watched the first episode. It wasn't too and, bad. And started rewatching Archer. That movie's just that show's just crazy. I catch an ep like I, I've never watched the like in chronological order. Yeah, but I, I'll just like catch an episode here or there when it's on. Yeah, and yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a funny it's, show. It's pretty funny. It's pretty like the voice funny. actor, the the guy who does Archer and also does Bob from Bob's Burgers. Like, yeah, he's got such a great cartoon, kind of just monotone voice. kind yeah. of yeah, just yeah. It's but yeah, it's 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 weird. It's monotone with inflection, and it's yeah. it's it's yeah, it's it's really good. But yeah, yeah. No, I've just been watching that stuff nothing i've been watching still a lot of cooking channel i watched a few episodes of that great british bake-off it's pretty good yeah mm-hmm. like uh did you start from the beginning 
Did you or did you go start? No, with the I went right ones? into the like um, the latest season or whatever. Right. So. But yeah, well, that's, uh, that's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. So kind of looking forward to theaters reopening here. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. within the next eight weeks. But yeah, maybe. Who we'll knows? See we will see because it kind of depends on. It's not only with us. It depends on everywhere because, I mean, if the majority of places still aren't open, then studios aren't going to be releasing their, their big movies yet, right? So well, I'll even go watch something else that's 20 years old. Right. You know, what? like they did last year, like they re-released a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'll even take that. I'll, you know, they'll charge five bucks and it's, yeah. you know, just the experience is what I miss. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. It's. I mean, it's not the thrill of, you know, jerking off at home as opposed to in a dark theater in boring. public. It's just, you know, the it's thrill's gone. boring at home. Yeah. Like, nobody can really catch me except the dogs, you know. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so, so people, I mean, obviously this is going to air afterwards, but, you know, for people knowing when we are recording, tomorrow is... A big day in the sports world. Super Bowl, what is it? 50, 52, 51, 58,000. I don't know. Yeah. You Anyways, know, it's the Kansas City Chiefs with their young gunslinger, Patrick Mahomes. Yes. And their big shot offense versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers with 43, 42 year old Tom Brady, who is still doing it. Is ageless wonder. He, he left the Patriots after 20 years and yep. went over to Tampa Bay and he's now taking them to the Super Bowl. So yeah. what is our top five going to be because of well, the Super Bowl? Uh, could we do top five football? Would that make sense? Yeah, let's do top five football. Okay, we'll just do it off the cuff. Like we'll just – Yeah, we'll just we, throw we, some names no, out no, there. No, no prep. Just, you know, we're just going to start – coming up with movies off the top of red. Yeah. 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 Top five football movies. This American, is American foot. Yeah, American, American football movies. Not yes. this uh, European soccer stuff. European football. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't bend it like Beckham or what? Whatever else. Uh, so yeah, I'll start. I guess. Okay. Uh, my number five is Any Given Sunday. Um, it's kind of hokey and over the top, but, you know, it's Oliver Stone. It's like... Like when there's it's, like the shaman chanting over top, like a floating shaman, like when plays and stuff are going on. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's got it's always got to have like a bit of conspiracy yeah. stuff with, you know, it's kind of... It's like the dark side of football with the drugs mm-hmm. and the players doing steroids and yeah. stuff like that. But it's got a great cast. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I don't like is Cameron Diaz is annoying to me. Yeah. So, but like um, Al Pacino, you know, yeah. he doesn't scream football coach, but no, He's good. He's good in the movie. Yeah, he's like, got a pretty good speech towards the end or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. LL Cool J. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Fox, Dennis, Fox, Dennis Quaid. Like, that's yeah, Henry good. Henry Burris. Is he in there? He uh, He's the football double of Jamie Foxx. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah. Um, any given Sunday. Okay. My number five is Last Boy Scout. Even though it doesn't really have a, a lot to do about football, it's more about the football gambling and uh, everything that goes with that. Because back when the, the movie was made. Yeah, isn't that the, one of the Wayans is in that? Yeah. Damon, uh, Damon. Damon is in that with Bruce Willis. And it's screenplay by Shane Black, who does great he just knows action and buddy type banter back and forth uh believe it's directed by tony scott who's just 
you know, he was, he was a phenomenal oh, action director. Like yeah. he knows, he knew his stuff before he tragically ended his own life by jumping off a bridge. Um, you know, he made Crimson Tide and True Romance and Top Gun. So yeah, he's a great director. And this is, it's just a ultra violent buddy cop type thing. Lots of guns. Yeah, guns yeah. and shooting. And there, I mean, there's some corny lines in it. Um, but no, it's it's a it's a fun movie. I like it. Uh, so my number four is kind of the same thing. It's not really about football, but it, there's a lot of football related things, and that's Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Right. Um, it's basically wow. If you haven't seen Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, I don't know what's going on. You're uh, if you haven't seen it, you're at least aware of the character. Yeah, it's about Snowflake, the Miami Dolphins mascot yeah. and um, Dan Marino's in it and Ray Finkel and you know yes Captain Winky is in it yeah um, Mr. Kim. But it's it's still one of those movies that's funny yeah you know like it was before Jim Carrey kind of got serious and yeah he's just still, a goofball still Jim Carrey antics yeah mm. okay my uh, my number four is a documentary entitled "You Don't Know Bo." Uh, cool. It was one ESPN Thirty for Thirty documentary that was yep. on Bo Jackson, and you know, just one of the greatest athletes of the century. Beast, and you know, only person to ever all star in two sports, um, yep. you know, baseball and football. And I think he's the first athlete to play two different professional sports games in the same day or something? No, I think that was... I think Deion Sanders Was that, that Deion? Yeah, that was Deion who did that. Um, well, I know but, Bo Jackson did it in one weekend. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure he scored a touchdown and hit a home run in the same weekend. Yeah. But yeah, no, he was just a phenomenal athlete. And a lot of it focuses on his life before pro sports. And the numbers that they have for him when he was in college and stuff and just his pure strength and just natural athletic ability. Like he, he wasn't just like football and baseball. He did so many other sports as well and track and he was just a yeah. phenomenal athlete. And if it wasn't for injury, I mean, he's already, even with injury, he's still one of the greats, but if he hadn't been injured, had that hip. Well, he had the injury. same thing. I think Cam Neely. Yeah. God. Yeah, that's like Ulf, Ulf Samuelson kind of hip checked him. Yeah. Blood flow to the hip or something was causing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, he, he, the numbers he would have put up would have been staggering. And like, he's just, just pure muscle and just tremendous athlete. And it's a, it's a, it's a really good documentary. Wow. The Raiders in the eighties had Bo Jackson and Marcus Allen as their running backs. Like imagine yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. My Bo Jackson Funko Pop is one of my most prized Funkos. Nice. All right. All right. So what is it, number three? Number three for you. Uh, my number three is Remember the Titans. Okay. Um, Denzel's pretty good in everything. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a good, it's a good movie. It's yeah. kind of uplifting a little bit, you know, it's like... Mm -hmm. We can overcome, you know, what football movie isn't really yeah, when yeah. you think about it. But, yeah, remember the Titans. Okay. Uh, my number three is uh, Draft Day, which is a little different take on football. It's, you know, behind the scenes of obviously the, the end of, you know, when it's the NFL draft and all the things that go on up to it and, you know, the wheeling and dealing behind the scenes. Uh -huh. um, it's very interesting and very entertaining and i mean how it ends is so implausible but mm -hmm. the way it all unfolds is just so satisfying and uh you know kevin costner in a sports movie it just it's so against type for him um but you know it's good and directed by ivan reitman which is crazy yeah. um but yeah no it's it's got a strong cast i mean chadwick boseman's in it you know the late great chadwick boseman's in it mm -hmm. and um but yeah, no, it's a 
It's very, very entertaining movie. My number two is Draft Day. What? And Crazy. I like it for the same reason that you do, that it's not necessarily like an on-field, mm-hmm. you know, slow motion, you know, dramatic sports. Right. You know, it's more of like the the inner workings of, you know, draft day. It's mm-hmm. like how crazy it must be to like be on the phones all day and try and make a better deal and make your team better. And if you make the wrong move, you know, it can set your team back five years. Yeah. If you make the right move, it can, you know, can make mm-hmm. you a top tier team. So yeah, Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. He's a, uh, He's not a very well-known actor, but yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty good. He's pretty I think good. He's got though. a good future. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my number two is uh, Rudy. Um, got a soft spot for this movie. This thing, fuck, oh, I just swore. Makes me cry every time I watch it. Yeah. Um, like Sean yeah. Astin is so good in it. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, based on a true story. Um, Early John Favreau and Vince Vaughn, um, but yeah, no, it's just a good, like, you know, David and Goliath almost story. This young, small guy who's just a walk on at Notre Dame, and you know, gives his all and finally gets to appear in one game. And yeah, it's it's pretty emotional, and pretty pretty good. See, this is. The grandma's boy effect, because I'm not a huge fan of Rudy at all. I don't know. Same. Too much emotion. I don't know. It's just saying. How dare you? All right. How dare you? Maybe sad. Maybe sad. Maybe I'll watch it again. Better. So my number one is Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Um, great soundtrack. Uh, it's believable. It's like, what's bigger than Texas? high school football like mm-hmm. it's a religion down there and like just shows how these kids are very replaceable and you know disposable plus it's yeah. got a character named booby miles um, one of my favorite bands does a soundtrack uh it's just a i don't know it's a great movie billy bob billy bob and never, like I it's never... it's very it's not a typical Billy Bob Thornton character. Like, no. Usually his characters are gruff and yeah, or mentally challenged or just disgusting and disturbed. But he yeah. just plays like a normal high school coach. You yeah, know? just passionate coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never watched the TV series, but I heard it's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, it's got yeah. Uh, what's his name in the lead role? Oh, um, Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler. Yeah. Yeah. So um, my number one is one you've mentioned is Remember the Titans. Yeah. Um, again, just a lot of emotion. Some great actors are in it. Um, obviously, Denzel carries it. Uh, Will Patton. Uh-huh. Young Ryan Gosling is in it. Yeah. Um, let's say uh, Opie from Opie. Sons of Anarchy is Ryan in it. Ryan Hurst. Yeah. And yeah, it's 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 a great movie. Um, there are it's again another one based on the true story it does take some liberties i've read a side by side of what really happened versus what was in the movie and there are a lot of inconsistencies but that's uh, hollywood right yeah um but it the way they put it together it's 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 a very satisfying movie and uh yeah it's it's yeah it's one of my favorite movies in general other than just one of my favorite my favorite football movie mm-hmm. that's a good one Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess we'll do honorable mentions. Uh, my first honorable okay. mention is um, it's a TV series uh, called Hard Knocks. Okay. Every year, the NFL NFL films, and I think it's um, the HBO or Showtime. Show, Showtime. I think it's yeah. Showtime. Uh, they do like, uh, I don't know, five week or six week, um, basically like 
up to the you know they'll film it and then air it that weekend or whatever right about, um about training camp mm-hmm. and preseason with a different nfl team every year and this last year it was the la rams and it was about how they were all adjusting to covid right um getting tested every day so on and so forth but it's a like it kind of focuses on maybe like five or six, like either the coach or players. And uh, it's just a good glimpse into, you know, um, them prepping for the season of football. Right. Uh, also, uh, Jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's on mine as well. Just. Again, not not so much about football as it is, again, about behind the scenes about sports agents. Rod Tidwell? Like yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's one of those movies, like, I don't even know how you'd categorize it. I guess it's like a... It's a comedy drama romance. Yeah, almost. comedy yeah. drama romance. Mm-hmm. Um, Silver Linings Playbook, same thing. Um, yeah. It's kind of... I don't know. It's just the acting is great. Yeah. And basically, it's about Bradley Cooper is manic, mm-hmm. I guess. He's bipolar. Yeah. Bipolar. And him and his dad are huge Eagles fans. Mm-hmm. And um, it's basically a romance, I guess. Yeah. With him and Jennifer Lawrence, who's mm-hmm. she's also bipolar or something, isn't she? She, well, she's a little unstable. I think her husband yeah. died. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Wildcats. <laughs> oh, and Varsity Blues. Varsity okay. Blues is a good uh, good football comedy. It's kind of in the vein of Friday Night Lights, but not as serious. Right. And uh, Wildcats I love because I, me and all my buddies went to see it on like my 11th birthday. And uh, It's the original teaming of Woody Harrelson and, and Wesley Snipes. Yep. yep, it is. And uh, Goldie Hawn is a coach, is a, like an mm-hmm. inner city football team. What's not to like about it? Yes. <laughs> That's my honorable mentions. Okay, well, I think, yeah, I had a couple of those on my list. Um, you know, Friday Night Lights was on my list as well. Uh, the Longest Yard, the original version with Burt Reynolds. Yep. It's just good, hardcore comedy. Um, much, much better than the adam sandler one that just kind of yeah i think what so that was a lot i think that was might have been the last adam sandler movie i saw at the theater that um, that that remake is just a bunch of dudes on steroids yeah acting that's all mm. it is yeah and, and but yeah then i had jerry Maguire. but yeah so i think yeah we between both of us we've, we've spoken about all the my honorable mentions so so we've spoken about our honorable mentions yes do we speak about our unmentionables now oh Hey, let's do it. You start. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know where are to you, start. Are you, are you just thinking about your unmentionables and it's making you go, hmm. not wearing any. not even wearing pants. What? Yeah. Hmm. Did you wake up in your pants unbuttoned? <laughs> he punched me. And I did. He punched my teeth and took them. Oh, uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. I'm not There's in your something head. else I watched too the other night. Oh, what the hell was it? I wanted to talk about. Was it? To mention. Was it? Oh, a- um, last weekend I watched uh, that new Denzel. Oh, the little little things. Yeah, the little things. And how's that? Uh, I heard it's pretty disappointing. It's it's basically like seven but not as good right like um, same kind of i gotta say though jared leto plays a creep yeah that's the, that's the thing that kind of like makes me not watch it if the best thing about the movie is jared leto i just don't know if i want to watch that like movie. yeah i don't know even rami malek is kind of the character is kind of wooden yeah um and we've seen this out at denzel a million times Right. Kind of playing that like kind of washed up, disgraced, 
yeah. kind of cop or whatever, but yeah. he's a real badass. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know what I mean? Yep. I don't know. Yeah. I was expecting a little more. I was expecting. I thought you were going to say you watched Baby Geniuses. Never. You did. I know you did. I don't care for babies. <laughs> but what if they're? What if the babies are geniuses? Punch them. You're going to punch them. How could a baby be a genius? Because it's it's a genius. It just knows things. It can. How walk can a baby talk. know things? It's just those. It's babies it's super shit powerful. themselves. Well, maybe they're onto something. Well, maybe I should try it right now. Get to it. Wow, oh, that was entertaining. It didn't take a lot of genius, I'll tell you mm-hmm. that much. It's all in your genes now. Ooh. Oh. So I guess, yeah. Do you have anything else to add? I don't think so. I think uh, I think I've discussed as much as I was disgusted by Grandma's boy. But Nobody's perfect. No, to each his own. Right. I'm sure there, like, like you said, there are movies that I they, care for that you're not as fans of me. Like, I mean, it's not so much the Fast and Furious. Yes, the later ones I enjoy, but. The Hobbs and Shaw spinoff is just sensational, and I know you're. You think it's just. Okay. Did you just use the word sensational? I did use sensational when describing Hobbs and Shaw. I did. Oh no! I saw it like three times at the theater, and one of them was in 4D, and that was awesome. Oh, sensational! Sensational. It was a nice movie. <laughs> It's a very nice movie with oh, nice people. Calgary Flames are actually winning a hockey game right now. How'd that happen? Did the other team not show up? Mm, Lucci scored. What? Yep. He's got two points tonight. Wow. 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 <laughs> All right. We're just rambling now. So. All right. All right. All right so everybody. I think that's, that's – uh, that's all for episode four of season three for Flixmax. I would be Scott. And I'm Terry saying goodbye. I'm saying toodles. Toodles.